ladies and gentlemen, once again it is the Mason and Friends show for the 575th time of the Mason and Friends show featuring live and in person that dude called you aka El Juperino. Hey girls. As well as the homie Harvest Black aka Day Harvest Day El Quarantino. Hey, that's real life too. <laughs> Our homie Harvest Black is on lockdown at home in the quarantine mode. This is a second episode in a row where we've had a brother in quarantine via Zoom. And for those of you that are worried about our homie uh, Big Mike, don't worry, he's doing fine. He had a, a bit of a family thing he had to take care of, so he's not here with us today. We hope everything works out for you, Big Mike. Stay strong. But uh, if you're concerned about his COVID status, he has tested negative. Don't be, he's fine. He's doing just fine. Corona just corona just takes out the bitchness out of oneself. So if one's full of a lot of bitchness, they have a lot of symptoms. Well, that's what I feel about. That's how you see yeah, this. They're just survival of the, of the fittest, you know what I'm saying? Survival of the bitchness. Yeah, so if you're like, <laughs> you're a punk, you know, and you, your head hurts too much, and you gotta lay down in the dark and all this other shit because of headache, then, you know, you're not gonna do corona that well. <laughs> but if you go to work anyways because you're sick, you know, a, norm, a normal sick, pre-corona, you know what I mean? Right. Because you need to pay your bills. You know, corona's like, well, we don't go fuck with him that much. Right. He, got, I- he ain't got a lot of bitch assness in him, so we're just gonna kind of leave him alone. Yeah, but nowadays they make us all stay in quarantine if we get it. And I, well, I don't know, man. I'm going to have to have symptoms. How'd you, hey, Harvest, how'd you find out you had it? Uh, I went to the ER. Um, I usually have a, what is just regular seasonal allergies, but this shit wasn't like my regular seasonal allergies. I was like uh, coughing and hacking and barely could breathe and then uh, sneeze so much that both nostrils was just blood was coming out both nostrils so i was like well i'm gonna go ahead and get this checked out and we did the covid test and found out that i was positive and yeah i've been sitting in my ass sitting at home since then but you know working from home doing virtual shit and uh but yeah basically uh it, it was not it was not good so you were <laughs> fucked up yeah man and you were <laughs> vaccinated too right yeah, yeah, I got vaccinated, but to be clear, you know, especially with people, you know, vaccination is not the cure-all, it's just, uh, it helps. I mean, my doctor told me if I did not have the vaccination, then it probably would have been a lot worse for me, but, you know, I'm grateful to have that conversation to do what I'm doing. You know, I mean, to each his own, really, but, you know, for me, I had to, you know, I work with uh, kids and I, I work in different places with different people so I want to make sure that I stay uh, vaxxed up you know I hear you man I got mine and I got a big red spot on my arm from it a week later like out of nowhere today I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like what's going on with my arm is that a bug bite and then I looked and I was like oh no that's where I got my COVID shot and it feels like a I don't know, like a bruise or a marble or some shit in there. Like, it doesn't feel good. I got to do so. a fake test to get to the To the, to the cannabis festival. We all do. We all got to take Friday. the test to get can into the cannabis. Can you just buy one and then you can do it online at home, right? I don't so know, you dude. actually have to. I went through the drive through at Walgreens. All right, but if you do it on yourself, the self-test is what they say. Yeah, I don't know. All you really got to do is open the motherfucker up, right? And, and take it. And then not even take it, but just open it up. 
I don't know, bro. I think or then turn that in. It's gonna come up negative, right? I think they're looking for snot if you don't return it. How they gonna know? Like they got their scientists, bro. They're gonna know you didn't put snot on that motherfucker. You gotta get it up in your nose. Yeah, you gotta put it up your nose. It's like when you shit the turd in the box and send a little box turd back. Exactly. You need what you need to do is go to the drive-through at Walgreens. That's a stamp or two for them sticks. I got it at Walgreens for free, motherfucker. You need to like set up an appointment at Walgreens for like Friday. But they'll do it for real. Yeah, dude. No, well, I went through the drive-through and I stuck the thing up my nose and then I dropped it in the thing and then I gave it to yeah. him and then they sent me the email. What's up? Yeah, and that and that uh that uh, that that cotton tip up the nose is not a game. Like it's no fun, no. but I mean I, nah. I did it well enough that my eyes watered and I was like that's got to be yeah. good enough, you know what I'm saying? But I didn't have it and I'm hoping that I won't have it a day or two before the cannabis festival. But yeah, we got to take in COVID. Well, you got 3 days, right? 72 hours. Per, yeah, it says 72 hours. So I'm going to probably get one on Thursday. And help them gravy, because I'm, I'm, you I mean, know, technically you Wednesday, right? Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday, I think. Wednesday to Thursday, hours. Thursday to Friday, Friday to Saturday. So yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday would be the earliest you could really do it. But you know, I'll set up another appointment at Walgreens, go through the drive-through on my lunch hour, stick the stick up my nose, and wait till I get an email, and I guess I'll print it out Friday, and take that paper in with me, and have this shit pulled up on my phone, and then go through and hand out some fucking stickers and. Put some stickers on some fucking Porter Johns and hand out some goddamn cards for the podcast. And I got a yard sign coming from Vista Print of our fucking shit talking about, you know, the offensively thoughtful cannabis-infused Virginia's number one podcast. Where, where the we Mason and Friendship. I'm going to just put it somewhere, like, in the ground, like, on the walk up to the fucking thing. Like, I'm just going to stick it in the ground, man. Fuck it. You know what I mean? It's 20 bucks, bro. 20 bucks. Hopefully I get a thousand eyes on it at Hopefully least. Hopefully it'll be there when you get back. Well, that's the real question. That's the real question because it's got that Alice in Wonderland vibe going with it. And I think at the Cannabis Festival, that sort of vibe will have enough respect. People will be like, I'm not just going to kick that over and like step on it and shit. Take it with them. Right. I mean, well, fuck. Maybe a real fan will take it with them on the way home. That'd be cool if somebody was like, I got the card, bro. Check it out, man. I got the fucking yardstick. I got the yard sign, bro. <laughs> I started That's some good marketing, though. I'm That's trying some to good tell, marketing. I'm trying to tell you, man. Like, go to the Real Deal Festival, hand them cards out. Like, I got, like, probably going to hopefully hand out at least 2,000 cards and have stickers on all the Porta Johns. Well, it starts at 10, right? I think doors are at 11. At 11, but, but, that, but I think early entry is probably at 10. I think music probably doesn't start until, like, 12 or 1. Or is there a lot? Of, what, who is it? Redman and Math and... Redman and Math and Man are the headline, and then there's the Backyard Band, and I think Lil, Lil Ma or somebody's... Oh, a little somebody? Yeah, there's a Lil going to be there. There's going to be a Lil there? I don't know which Lil, but it's one of the Lils. There's a lot of Lils. They're <laughs> all about the same, you know the I mean? Littles. Right, right. Harv, you got a nickname as a Lil? Do you have like a, like a Lil no, Mark V nickname? I'm going to be real with you. I'm too grown for all that, you know what I'm saying? That's more of like that early 2K vibe for me anyway. Like, well, the Lils have been around since, like, Lil, for a while. Yeah, Lil Wayne. Lil Bow Wow. Lil John. That motherfucker's been Lil forever. Lil Bow Wow was Lil Bow Wow when he was still a little boy. And now he's Big Bow Wow and he's still Lil Bow Wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Grown ass, still Lil Bow Wow. You can't outlive the Lil. Yeah, Lil. Like, and why you would call yourself that? Why not be big? Like, or like intelligent or slick or something. They never had a big boy, right? Like, I'd rather be Slick Mason than Lil Mason. You yeah. know what I mean? No, he, he had big boy. He had a few. Yeah, oh, yeah, there was a big boy. There was a big boy, yeah. Yeah, there's big boy from Outcast, and then there's Biggie Smalls, but there ain't no other bigs. Everybody leaves it alone. Yeah, maybe I should just start calling myself Big Harvest. 
Hey, big Harv. Big Harv, man. That's hard. Yeah. <laughs> big Harv in the house. A.K.A. Big Harv on the podcast today. I let your boy Harvest B. That's what's up. Big Harv. <laughs> motherfucker in the house. How y'all like that? That's how we do it. Like, I, I'm going to hype you up like I'm fucking Funkmaster Flex. I'm going to hit you with that. In the house, Harv B. Dropping bombs on him. I'll be trying. I'll be trying. You're doing some things, man. You're getting some shit done. We're going to make another video. Check out a couple other videos I did with the Harvest Black. And uh, he's got a couple other videos out there on the YouTube. You can find them if you look for them. But it does B L A Q U E. There you go. <coughs> Harvest spelled normal, but Black spelled with a Q. You should probably put in your, like, uh,. Your little notes in your thing, like black spelled normally as well, so it still comes up under the uh, search, you know, like the keyword search things. Probably have black spelled as many ways as possible if I were you. Yeah, that's a good idea. You know what I'm saying? Get on all angles of black. Be it B-L-A-Q-E, B-L-A-K, B-L-A-C-K. I'm sure there's another way to spell it. I can't think of that. Yeah, yeah, I'm not really good at marketing. I'm just like, my whole mindset is like, if they rock with it, they rock with it. Find me, you know where I'd be. If not, it is what it is. Well, like, I kind of agree with that, but like, recently I've started posting other people's things on my Instagram because I realized that Lil Duval and like Snoop Dogg do all that shit. Like, they're not making all that content, they're just putting it out there. And I'm like, if I can put out content that motherfuckers want to follow and then have like, hey, look, there's a new episode, check us out. Like, that's good crossover marketing or whatever. You know, so I'm trying to do that. So I'd be putting, putting car wrecks and shit on there. You know, I'm going to get some pole dancing chicks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just Not whatever suits my fancy on the gram. Nothing wrong with that. Goddamn right. The homie, Jew Unit and Big Mike actually got me to go to the strip club for the first time a few years ago, back before the Ronas hit, you know, back in the good old days. And, uh, I mean, it was fun and all. But, like, I actually enjoy the, uh, the Instagram chicks with clothes on, like, doing real, like, Artful pole dance shit, as opposed to like naked chicks like waving their fucking vajayjay at me in the strip club. Oh man, that's talent right there. That's talent. Which is being able to dance naked in front of people. I'm not saying there's not a talent there. <laughs> I don't even like pissing in front of a six foot grown man in the fucking bathroom, let alone put my dong out, everything swinging around on the pole and shit. You know, to fucking uh, <laughs> you know, Tom Brooks or whatever the fuck listen to or something. You know, I don't even know if that's a real singer, but it sounded right. <laughs> You're going to be up there doing a Tom, Tom Jones, what you got to do. Oh, my God, man. I'd have, I'd have one one country gig. I'd be out there. Would you, you, know, would you do, like, multiple dances a night? Because the Jew's been talking about being a stripper, like a male stripper. What was it? You were going to be white stallion? White stallion. I was going to strip the poison and, like, Bon Jovi and shit like that. <laughs> but, like, I think I could do a country jump, too, with just a big-ass belt buckle and a cowboy hat and some shit kickers. Maybe American flag, thong. So you want to do like, like you want to come out looking like Kevin Bacon at the beginning of the, when he's working at the factory in uh, Footloose. You know what I'm saying? That's how you want to come out one time, take I, your clothes off. I only I only think I've seen like three minutes of of them dancing in Footloose, so I don't know. But yeah, wow. You it's actually, <laughs> uh, in my opinion, it's it's a pretty decent flick of the original. Footloose is good shit, man. Yeah, I've seen all of Footloose. Probably not even half of, but but yeah, I'd come out. I'd have a, I'd have a country country joint. 
go out there to Lil Nas or something. <laughs> Is that how you're going to dance that Lil yeah, Nas I X? Yeah, dance Lil Nas jump. I don't know. I was seeing you maybe doing uh, some Tim McGraw or something. Like you were saying, uh, like one of them real slow songs, like that Brooks and Dunn. I believe. I mean, I did just small <laughs> flick of my nipple, like strumming it, kind of like you know. What I mean, I'd be doing I'd, shit. Yeah, yeah. Dick guitar out there. Dick guitar. Dick guitar. <laughs> Dick guitar. <laughs> Dick That's guitar. the final act. Yep. Once the dick's yep. out, you're playing guitar with it. <laughs> yep. I get a little half hitch, wrap them around the head, you know, stretch them out just a little bit, you know what I mean, so I can do the wham, whammy bar. <laughs> oh yeah. See, I can be a good stripper. I see you coming like up to this. That's what I'm saying. I'm making at least four dollars. Enough for a McChicken and, and a gallon of gas. Get home. That's <laughs> enough. <laughs> what else you need? You doing what you love? Oh, no, no screaming. They got chicken wing and shit there, so I can give me some chicken wing. A chicken, cl- a, a, a strip club without chicken wings is not a good strip club. Yeah. And I give me a Togo liquor drink too. So I know the bartender. Oh yeah. Did Fuck y'all yeah. eat the last uh, strip club you were at? Did you actually eat the food? <laughs> I did not. Um. I don't think I've ever got food in a strip club. I I, I want to go to one, one a buffet, like a good one, like out in Vegas where oh, they got those joints where you right drop there. like thirty on all you can yeah, eat. Yeah, that's what I'm screaming. When we're sitting there eating like fried shrimp and fucking ribs, yeah. and watching fucking chicks get naked. I could, I could definitely get on some fucking some blonde legs and some crab legs at the same time. Some that's blonde like, legs <laughs> and some crab yeah, legs. I could definitely get all that. That's how I like my kind of two piece dinner. My girl. That's high quality shit right there, ladies and yep. gentlemen. That's a that's a good time right there. That's a high quality evening. Extra for some badge mm. butter. <laughs> get get her to sit right over it. Run the run the butter down her badge. You know for extra tip. Mm. Just the real freaking ones that do that. You have to find some West Virginia bitches over there in Vegas. Pull that off. You think that the West Virginia bitches go from like the West Virginia strip club <laughs> and then they they hit the big time when they get out yeah, to they, Vegas? Yeah, they develop. They move like up. graduation. Yeah, yeah. Right. You can't strip around. You can't you know, strip in West can't Virginia strip forever. In forever. I bet you could. You probably could, but you said that hole in the wall's got like bitches with the C-section scars in yeah, it. Yeah, but you're talking about um, Hondas to Infinities. What and, do you mean? Like you want to Toyotas to fucking Jaguars and shit. That's probably the difference between West Virginia strip clubs and like. California strip clubs or like Vegas strip clubs. Those bitches gotta be making ridiculous money. So you think they're like, making ridiculous, ridiculous money? They gotta be ridiculous. But are they blowing it? Like it's like you don't ever. I mean, I guess some yeah, strippers, strippers like, be blowing it. <laughs> they be blowing it all. The money too, but they definitely blow. The good ones. Lord at have least. mercy. The good ones at least. Yeah. <laughs> if they're good, they blow. If they're good, they blow. Absolutely. Yep. That's any woman. Yeah. She's good. She blows. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm. Th- that's that's my interpretation on it. But that's what I would think. I would think they gotta be man. Cause fuck a goddamn raking a, it a in. Sexy ass stripper at Vixens is on a Friday night. But you have literally no idea. Making, yeah, but it's you gotta be no five idea. to ten thousand dollars. You gotta be five ten thousand on a Friday night. Come fuck on, yeah. man. That's bullshit, bro. Bullshit. Maybe five hundred. Maybe five hundred. A bitch out of Vixens is I've making five hundred. I've been in there spent five hundred before on a bitch for no reason. And I ain't got A-Rab money. But you are stupid. Well, that's some screaming. But then them A-Rab's going there, and then they be dropping fucking money down, bro. You said the only ones you ever saw in there didn't give any money, and then got kicked out. Those are the ones that have the half the place reserved, and they're See, not they even there Persian. until later. Big difference. They was Persian. They might have been them, too. 
This is a whole lot of world that I have no idea about. Either one, they one of they, they, they them lamb cookers. Either way, whichever, whatever they be, they be eating kebabs. <laughs> they be cooking lamb and shit. Yeah, whatever, whatever that Iranian they is. You're a madman, dude. They Persian or fucking whatever, whatever Iranian is. That's what they do. All I know is they be making lamb. <laughs> Mahala, Mahala, yeah. and, they, and they try to tell a white man that it's steak and cheese. I got this goddamn fake steak and cheese up there at the goddamn food truck over there. DC. They got steakums. Fucking yeah, it was fake tw- provolone. Twelve dollars, and it was lamb or some bullshit. It tastes kind of like fucked up sausage. And it had the, the whiz cheese, the, that little fucking Swiss whiz cheese, whatever the fuck you call that nasty shit all up on that motherfucker. I'm like, bro, man, I was wondering, because she's over there beating the shit out of it on the flat top. And I'm like, yo, she's being very aggressive with them steakums over there. I ain't really never had to beat the fuck out of steakums. But then when I started eating it, I'm like, well, that's why she's beating the fuck out of them steakums. And shit, why are them steakums? I don't even know what the fuck it was. I looked at the fucking person and I said, man, I can't eat this shit. I don't even know what the fuck it is, man. He says, "Fuck!" What? He says, "Frozen cat meat, man." Nah, it, it was, man. It was on to some shit, bro. I don't, I don't eat that pussy. Ain't no but problem. But they're all, they're all the same, you know. Same ethnic, ethnicity. Jesus ethnic, Christ, dude. <laughs> <laughs> None of it Yo, matters. None of it. What matters. is, what is happening? That <laughs> liquor kicking in. Oh, you've, you've, you've joined the anti woke police. Welcome. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> You this know, is a typical Sunday. Yeah, dude, this is another <laughs> Sunday here at the Mason and Friends Show. We got the Zoom that should sponsor us because now I'm paying money and have the full on, full time, no fucking limitations. Like we could do the whole two and a half hour combo, whatever, no big deal. Rocking and rolling, man, holding this shit down. Well, one thing's for sure, I'm not going anywhere for a few more days. So I mean, however long it takes. So, well, have you tested negative yet? How long have you been in quarantine? I don't know how the other end works. I know that I have to be here for 10 days. I mean, I've been working from home still on some other stuff, but I don't know if it's somebody I called, but, like, my boss told me, like, hey, uh, I guess by Thursday you can come back to work. So, I mean, I guess I'm going to get checked again, but, like, I don't know how this works. This is brand new territory for Usually me. you got to, yeah, get... <coughs> I would my, think you'd my, have my to test shit, negative. My, my place is you stay home until you basically test negative, and then you come back to work once you test negative. Whether it's seven days, ten days, two weeks, a month, or whatever the fuck, you know, just gotta show up. You just gotta show a negative result, and then you go back. And then you go back to work. That's my company. I don't know. I don't know how they all. I mean, they all got to go off the fucking CDC guideline. Or whatever I, I think the, fuck, the whole thing is crazy. Is, so, we, I mean, we all ought to just fucking get back to life. And, yeah, just make it happen. You know, let's go. Mm-hmm. Dig a bigger hole. That's it. Yeah, I don't, everybody I don't know how it works. I mean, I'm, I'm feeling a lot better than I, than I was. How many days were you down and did they give you anything? Like, how many days did you feel shitty and did they give you anything for it? I didn't really feel shitty until, like, uh, it was like Tuesday was the day that I went in. And I got, like, Zyrtec and some other allergy stuff. They, I have uh, COVID and what is called rhinitis, which I have no idea what rhinitis is. That sounds like Rona. I got Rona and Renitis. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, you good. Well, um, but, yeah, I, I mean, that's all they really gave me. And it was like, basically, the doctor was like, they give you a call on the phone. They're like, Mr. Hancock, uh, we hate to tell you this, but uh, you have uh, COVID-19, and we need you to just go home. Do not go anywhere, but go home for 10 days. 
Do not pass go. So it's like outbreak. You and I are outbreak patient. You must you must leave immediately. Right. <sighs> go get inside your rubble you bubble. You must leave. You need to God bless God bless my mom. She doesn't care. I think like you know, she still was like willing to come over. I was like, Mom, do not do not come over here. And Shout out to your mom, like, man. That's cool, man. Good on Charlotte. Yeah, my mom was like, yeah, no, you my baby. We can't, I can't just leave you. And it was my birthday week, so it was like, yeah, she that's was a, really upset. That's a rough present. Happy birthday, Corona positive, Quarantino. Here's a, here's a fucking present from the government. Right. Here's a present Here's a present from the United States and Chinese government. This is our stimulus reimbursement check. I'll give you fucking Fuckers. <laughs> 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 Have fun. Hope this extra 600 from eight months ago helps yeah. while you don't work Hopefully for the next Hopefully you saved it while you weren't working for this day. <laughs> yeah, that's the government just laughing at you. Yep. Like, how you doing? Ah! Fuckers. Oh, Everything's no, I fucked. still, uh, hey. You can put me anywhere God's green earth. I'm gonna get money. That is that's just that's just how I am. That's that's a whole other thing though, man. You put me anywhere on earth and I'm probably not gonna trust whatever government body is sanctioning over wherever I am. No. Especially here in America, it never helps. It don't matter what side you're on, they're they're fucking up. No matter they're all crooked <laughs> like, as fuck. Unless you go over there in Alaska or like Montana where don't nobody wanna live and ain't nobody around that bitch. We just walk around the woods and shit. Like you can do that. Then you're fu- <laughs> coming all the way to fuck up there. Yeah, you, know? you want to like, go full off grid. Yeah. Like that's one thing. <laughs> you just but go get a, get get an acre, just drill that, dig it out, clear it out, and then bam. Can I have a fiber optic line and all my homies to do the podcast <laughs> with? Goddamn, bro. You got, what you playing, Mario? No, my phone. I turned off the radio, but apparently it did not stay on. Uh, you might. You might have the same kind of phone that your unit has. That's what you gotta do. Is just find find a uh, somewhere near a tower, and then if you're within, you know. I don't know, man. I need I need I need hardcore internet access, man. I want to take this show on a video one of these days, well, could, and I want to be able to live stream that bitch. You know, we need to be able to get into the special camper one of these days. You know, like I've talked about getting the small school bus, the short bus with the lift, and cleaning out all the chairs in it and shit, and making a little podcast studio. Having like a rooftop deck we can have the podcast on too as well. Have a little basketball hoop off the back of that bitch. Go around from festival to festival all summer long just broadcasting with crazy people. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. Expansion. Gotta, gotta have a dream. Ever westward, my friend. Always on the up. We're always trying to improve things. Yeah, we got a dream, like you say, Harvest. Gotta have a dream. Can't just settle. Enthusiasms. World is yours. That's it, man. All those fucking great quotes. <sighs> That's it. Just like Scarface, the world is yours. It's my favorite part of that whole movie. It is the best part. It could just end it right there. Well, which you know, that would certainly be a different kind of movie. What do you think if they ended it there and then had a sequel that was the rest of the movie? Yeah, it would. I mean. Scarface, in my opinion, is not the greatest movie ever made, but oh, certainly it's, not. it's definitely worth watching from beginning to end at least once. Oh yeah, dude, it's it's awesome movie, but it's not like the best movie. It's it's often made out to be a whole lot more than it actually is. I love Pacino in it because it's like you you you, you see the the rise and fall of the gangster. It's like that last run is what gets you every single time. Well, it's also he didn't listen. You know True. what I'm saying? He sh- he should have fucking blown the dude up 
fuck it. You got kids in there? Yeah, well, you shouldn't have did that. You know? That's what he... I mean, if he was going to live by the gangster code, that's what he should have done. You know, he's going to keep it 100% gangster. But that's what makes people love him, is that he's like, I ain't killing no fucking babies, man. <laughs> Those little children, little... You kill a little boy, little girl. Like... He's not. He's not about that. He, he's, that's his human side. Like he would like, like kill a man that marries his sister because he can't fuck her. But he will not blow up children. Yeah, that was some weird. That was the weirdest part of that whole movie. When she's like, "Look at me, Tony. Do you want to look fuck? at me? Do you want to fuck me, Tony? You want to fuck me, Tony? You don't want the other man to touch me, Tony? So- you don't. That was so weird. Like. I was like, yo, what is up, bro? I mean, that was his best friend. I was like, they could have ride it out. I was like, yo, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, at least just be with the man's sister. It's your homie, like, and his your sister really digs him. They're like getting, he's yeah. not fucking her in the bathroom at the club. Like, I understand you don't want her in there snorting fucking stepped on blow off of somebody's <laughs> fucking dirty ring in a fucking men's room at some club in Miami. Jeez. Like, you know what I'm saying? That dude would have owned the club. Manny would have owned the club, straight up. He'd have been like, come on, bitch, we go upstairs. That's what would have happened. Respectfully. <laughs> right, exactly. He'd have been like, when I say bitch, I mean it in the most respectful way. Come on, bitch, you're my wife. Let's go upstairs. Come on, mate. You know what? Your wife is right. You are an asshole, mate. Shout out to Al Pacino. Shout out to... What's the dude's name? Uh, I can't think of the director's name. Uh, 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 Quentin Tarantino? No, it's not a Tarantino movie. It ain't one of the no. nine. Oh well, I'm gonna he stop trying even, to think he about. He right. Was he right? Oh, he was writing shit then. He was probably writing, but he wasn't fucking getting anything sold at that point. That was early when '80s. Was that '80s. Yeah, Brian De Palma. Yeah. Shout out to Brian De Palma. When was that? Dust to Dawn. Is that '90s? Probably like '90s. Yeah, that wasn't. Uh, that was. 90s. That wasn't uh, Tarantino either. Yeah, that was Robert Rodriguez, but Tarantino was in it. Oh, that one Tarantino. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure Tarantino. Robert Rodriguez directed that movie, but Tarantino was in it. Yeah, he was in it, but I thought. Yeah, I thought he. Uh, well, he, what about Pulp Fiction? He did Pulp Fiction, right? Yeah, yeah, that was Tarantino. Yeah. That was his coming out party. That's when everybody lost their shit about Tarantino. When was that? That was 90s. I mean, 93 maybe? Hey, 93. Yeah. In the 80s, though. Nah, he didn't hit in the 80s. He didn't hit till about 90, 91 with uh, Reservoir Dogs, and then he hit hard uh, with Pulp Fiction. Story story goes that uh, he was working in a blockbuster video somewhere, and, like, uh, got, got his, uh, got his uh, start from there or something. Well, he sold True Romance and used the money to make uh, Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. I don't think I've seen that movie. True Romance is great. Reservoir Dogs is meh. It's my least least favorite Tarantino movie. The dialogue makes my head explode. Yo, are you crazy? No, I love Reservoir Dogs. You know what Reservoir Dog needs? It needs... Man, she added in after all the fucking dialogue. Like, because that's what it's really like. It, it just doesn't fit very well. Like, when Bushimi says to him, I'm the only one acting like a professional here. He should have said, you see? And then I would have liked the movie way better. It would have been way better. But no, no. The dialogue, nah, the dialogue makes my head great. explode. You remember the, the great marijuana drought in 1989? Like, shut the fuck up. Fucking toolbox. Like, I'd have pegged that dude as a fucking cop before. I mean, it's fucking... Oh, that sort of shit just irks me. Like, Reservoir Dogs yeah. has things that irk me in it, but it's great in its own right, but it's fucking retarded. Mike Madison went hard in that movie on the cop, though. Absolutely. 
He That's like my did. favorite scene. <laughs> I don't know if that says a lot about me, but <laughs> it's great. It definitely says something about you. Can you hear me now? <laughs> like, I like that shit. It, it's something to it. And I love, like, what I love about the movie is it's low budget. And I love a good low budget movie. It's a good low budget movie. But the dialogue is the part that breaks it for me. Everything else in it is pretty good. But the dialogue between characters, I'm like, yeah, damn, you motherfuckers are obnoxious. Like, I don't like anybody in that movie. They're, they're trying to make they're trying to make the spawn scum of these people these nasty ass people relatable, and it's trying to make it uh, these people relatable to the point where you do care about what happens to these characters, even the lowest of the lows. He he's Quentin, Quentin Tarantino brought these people to life. I'm not and, a, I'm not questioning the artistic motivation. I'm questioning <laughs> literally the dialect choices and the way things are said. It's just. Like, they always praise him about his dialogue, and it's my least favorite Tarantino dialogue is that movie. And shockingly, it's his first one, right? I mean, the dialogue in fucking True Romance is way better, but who knows how much was doctored from his original script, what it was versus what it became. You know what I mean? So, and I've never really found his dialogue to be too possibly irksome in any of his other films, but, man, Reservoir Dogs, the dialogue irks the fuck out of me. can't help it. If I want to scream at the character, shut the fuck up the whole movie long, like, I don't like it as much as I would if I'm, like, actually invested in, in them. Like, it's just not what I have going on in that movie. I like Bushimi's character the best. I'm like, he should leave. Yeah. Get the fuck out. You got the diamonds, dummy. Get the fuck out of there. What are you dealing with these amateurs for? You're clearly the only professional. Take the diamonds and leave, you stupid mm. fuck. It's kind of an honor amongst these, though. You know, you try to stay organized. You try to stay with, uh, the, the plan, you know, they try to stick with the plan so everybody get the payoff, but I guess at the end of that joint, we really see what really happens. I mean, that's that's that criminal underworld, baby. You know what I mean? You can't you can't have that. You can't have your cake and eat it too. That's why Bushimi should have left. As soon as he's like, Look man, my name's fucking what I like, whoa, 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 I don't wanna know your name. Meh, see? That's not the sort of thing I need to be hearing from guys here at the fucking heist. All right? I'm Mr. I'm Mr. Pink, and you're Mr. Fucking White, you see? So shut your fucking mouth. I don't want to know your goddamn name. Like, that would have been so much better if all the dialogue in that movie was changed over like that. Like, what, to the early 1930s gangster movie? Yeah, I would have rather it have been an early 1930s gangster movie. Everything else could have been the same. Everything else. They could, wouldn't have had the 70s soundtrack, which was fucking dope. I gotta give them that. But, Regardless, like just the dialect ir- irked the ever living shit out of me. I didn't like uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, though. Oh my god. See, that there's where we completely differ. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's amazing. Really? Phenomenal. Best movie he's done. Mm. What's your favorite Tarantino movie, then, sir? Uh, I will have to go with Pulp Fiction. Hey, it's good, but I don't know. I like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood better. And uh, I feel like Grindhouse is underrated. Yeah, but I also don't really consider it really a Tarantino movie per se. I mean, it is, but it you know it's like part of that whole like it's a whole other thing. Like it's a whole other kind of project. Yeah, well, Stuntman Mike uh, portion of the movie was I felt like really underrated. Did you see him do a Joe Rogan show? No, no, no. Was it good? Yeah, you should definitely check it out. He talks about a lot of stuff. 
Very interesting oh. interview. I watched the Chappelle one. That was dope. Oh, yeah. But Rogan usually does a pretty good job. Shout out to Joe Rogan. Yeah, Chappelle don't give any fucks. That's why I like him. It's like in this, this time of uh, social precision and people that are running for office and not really running for office. It's like people are expecting perfection but not really looking in their own closets. I enjoy Chappelle because he just like pulls no punches. Oh, he's keeping it real? Yep. Straight up and keeping it real when it goes wrong for Dave Chappelle, it doesn't matter because he has fuck you money. He doesn't give a fuck. Like, yeah, it is what it is. If you don't like it, fuck you. And that's how we feel here. Like, we have fuck you money at the Mason and French show even though we don't. We don't give a fuck. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But when I do have fuck you money, I've always talked about getting a skeletal middle finger tattooed on my cheek. But I don't I don't think I'll actually do that if I ever end up with fuck you money, but that's the joke. I'm I'm gonna build my own castle gray skull. That is a dream. You're gonna build a castle gray skull for real? Are you gonna live there? Uh yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, man. Wow. That's something else, dude. I think I would probably build like a real castle with a moat and shit. Like the drawbridge. If I was gonna go with a castle. Although, if I had fuck you money, I might just buy one over in England somewhere. Although, you know, I can't be fucking with England. You know what I'll do? I'll buy one in England. If I really got fuck you money, I'll have it torn down and rebuilt in America. I'll have them bring it over on an old school ship, piece by piece, and put it back together. That's classic fucking baller shit right there. Yes, I want the castle in England to be brought here to America. Mm. I mean, that's a lot of work, but you know. Damn right it is. That's what I'm saying. That's real baller shit. That's balling out of control. That's major fucking yeah. money. If I'm like broadcasting from the castle that I moved from England to America, like yes, Mason and French show episode number six hundred and or six thousand seventy-two, live to you from the castle of Ow England that I've renamed the rickety ship. Fuck it, man. Yeah, I would totally help the homeless, but I'm doing some baller shit for real, like something real stupid. Like, gonna, I don't know what I would do, but I know it would be really crazy. So you would do something real dumb as like a principle of having big money? Something that I would prefer to do, but it, it would probably be dumb to other people. I'm not like going to space like Jeff Bezos and I'm like that, because I think it, that's stupid. But, uh, I mean, to each his own, but like, I, I'm definitely building that Castle Grayskull, number one. And then, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Sky's the limit. That's literally all you have planned for fuck you money is the Castle Grayskull, and then you're out. Like, you're out of ideas. Like, you can help the homeless. Like, do you have a specific way you would help the homeless? Um, I, like, I would set up, like, a kitchen uh, that, you know, had, like, dope food and, and stuff in it. But, like... Yeah, or, you know, they could come to Castle Great, go and kick it. Hold up. You're going to house the homeless at your crib? Why not? Wow, dude. You you know who you remind me of right now? The the white yeah, fighter from the Great White Hype? I'm going to help the homeless with my $10 million of an end homelessness. <laughs> you remember that guy? <laughs> <laughs> don't hate on me, man. I'm not hating, bro. I love that you want to help the homeless. I just don't. I know. do. I don't know if just putting in a kitchen for him is really going to do the trick. I love that you want to help, but you don't have a major plan about it. You're like, yeah, no, I'm a. No. Nah. When I get fuck you money, I'll come up with a plan then. 
Like, uh, yeah, I'll come up with the plan later. But yeah, all I can think about right now is that Castle Grayskull. And part of it is you would house them. You bring them to your castle. Like I built that castle. Come here, homeless people. If you shit in my castle on the regular floor, it's stone, so it doesn't matter. We could just like scrape it up. It'll be all good. You know? No, no, we're gonna have to respect the we're gonna have to respect the castle. Yeah, hey, man, you can't be inviting homeless people into your house, especially your castle, and expect them not to take a shit on something. I yeah. mean, you gonna have bathrooms, pretty... but who knows what may or may not be occurring? That's that's what the big problem is. A lot of times, the homeless people they be crazy, you know, and then they get in there, they're drinking and shitting that, everywhere. That's a generalization. <laughs> You're damn right, it's a generalization. I, I would, You're making generalizations about the homeless. I would be planning for the worst case scenario. Like, I must plan for the worst case scenario. If I'm housing the homeless at my castle that I, my castle Grayskull that I built, like, I'm afraid I'd have to build, like, a castle uh, not so Grayskull that I could put them at elsewhere. You know, like how there was supposed to be a Taj Mahal across the river from the Taj Mahal that was all the opposite color. Like, they were supposed to do one in black, like, pure opposite. I would do something like that. I'd be like, nah, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna put them in, up in this hotel for a while. They all help anyway. me get a job, you know, job services. But that's when I, I get elected. When I get elected president, I'm gonna fix up those homeless problem from legalizing prostitution, drugs, and uh, taxing the church, which I'm gonna funnel back into infrastructure, which will get some of the homeless people jobs, and then I can use the rest for like mental health and like infrastructure, including like you know high speed internet all the way across the country and high speed rails and cleaner energy and you know tidal oh, tidal nice. power and shit like that. You know I got plans, man. I, I fix the whole motherfucking country, dude. Running on the Freedomist yeah. Party. I ain't a Democrat or a Republican. You call me when I'm offended. Yeah. Ah, ah, ah. I'm more offended. The only thing you can call me to offend me more is some sort of sexual predator. Like you're a, you're a pedophile or a rapist. That's the only thing that offends me more than calling me a Democrat or a Republican. Uh-huh. Word bond. Anyway, uh, keep it simple. Yeah, I want that Castle Grayskull. <laughs> I can appreciate that. By the time you get Castle Grayskull done, man, you're going to have blown through a lot of your fucking money. And you're going to be like, God damn, I don't know if this is a good idea or not. Is anybody going to be willing to buy this shit from me? Oh, yeah. You know, it's like it's like when an old dude 30 years ago bought some expensive-ass like uh, car that nobody wants these days. So when he's like, yeah, it cost me $150,000 in 1997. And then they try to sell it now that nobody wants it, and it's going to only be worth like $30,000. Like, you're going to build an $8 million castle, and your grandkids going to only be able to sell it for like three. Would you be like, what, is, being, what is Castle Grayskull? This is about me, not my fucking grandchildren. Bravo. It's, a, it's about being content with your choices and <laughs> knowing if that's where you want to be, that's it. You couldn't just like put a fascia on the front of an existing house that looks like the Castle Grayskull? Are you going to build the whole damn thing? Wasn't it in like a cave or some shit? I don't remember well. The yeah, Castle I Grayskull. mean, yeah, kind of. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, you know, this is a spot of, spot of the moment kind of conversation and question. Like, you didn't plan to tell me what your fucking no, money plans were today. You didn't plan on any, details. You didn't uh, put any last details. Last time I checked, this was a comedy podcast. I was just trying to contribute. No, I appreciate that. You know, we get a little serious sometimes when we're talking about how to fix the country and shit when hey, I talk about running had, the president. We ain't had to hit the, uh, what the hell, uh... What the hell did we used to do? <laughs> well, when I played the through jazz on, we fuck we got. Oh, NPR, yeah, Mason we, Public we, Radio. Yeah, we, had NPR. <laughs> we haven't done a Mason Public Radio in a long time. We ain't had NPR uh. in a while. We ain't had to get nobody 
and Rice stayed. We haven't had a serious <laughs> moment down, like yeah. that. Uh-huh. Shit. <laughs> like yeah, I like when we didn't talk, motherfucker. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure it would work though if we had that sort of thing going on. Because the most downloaded episode is that episode we did with Biggie, where I kept asking why you're so mad. Like, Come on, Big, why are you so mad, bro? You know, <laughs> an episode has thousands and thousands of downloads. <sighs> yeah. What was he mad about? I don't even remember. I, I really don't. I don't know. Something with life. This was like oh, 500 episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? This was a long time ago. Something with life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember. <sighs> oh, my God. I kind of remember that, but not really. That was a lot of nonsense ago. There was a lot. There's a lot of nonsense that's that happened nonsense ago. from then till now. That's for sure. Oh, Lord. That was back when if, if somebody was on the <laughs> if somebody was calling in, I had the headphones that, that were pressed against, against the phone. The phone. <laughs> oh my god, this rickety ship that was has come Brandon so far. Days right there. Yeah, like Brandon from Rona. <laughs> yeah, Brandon from Rona. Yeah. Harvest knows him. Hey, turn. Yeah, oh. motherfucker, call in. Yeah, not from not a not Brandon from over Palm, but yeah. Yeah. Not our homie in England, yeah. but our homie down yeah, Rona. Yeah, yeah, we heard from him in a while, but we got him on a couple. Well, you One know, he's two. he's got kids and shit now, so he's dealing with all that. Oh, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, man. So <laughs> happens to everybody. They go off and have kids. It sucks, but it's amazing. And disappear. Yeah. Well, I don't have any. I just, I quit sinning as much. <laughs> as much. I can appreciate the caveat yeah, there. there. I mean, they're, they're, they're awesome. They're amazing. They're also shitty sometimes, you know. <laughs> yeah, I've seen people with them. I totally recognize that. Those are just badass kids. Those are kids that they don't really, parents ain't really doing a good job tightening them up. Kids just go around, let them, let, in their mind, they can do whatever the fuck they want. They're the badass motherfucker around. And mm-hmm. Sometimes you just got to beat that out of them a little bit softly. You know what I mean? I'm, not, I'm about abusing kids, but I'm about disciplining the fuck out them little motherfuckers. I know that. It don't matter who's kid. We're tightening up. I ain't hit on. I ain't hit on no strange kid yet. Like rolled up to some strange some kid, random child. Kid act, yeah, like trying to hit on some strange at the bar and then go over to her to her house like the next night. And their kid acting fool, and then I just start beating the fuck out of them. Like you haven't do done all that. The other kids around here. Yeah, I ain't done that yet. That ain't happened yet. I ain't really had it have that happen yet. The, there's no. The, the, that child isn't, in, that child isn't in your personal group of friends whose children you can beat. Well, I ain't just had, a, I ain't had, I ain't been around that, I ain't been in that situation yet. Is all I'm saying. It's no matter. Kid act out of hand. Yeah. It, kid act out of hand. That's all I want to do is raise mine. Yeah, that's, that's all I know. Don't really saying, matter who's fucking kid. You're not it is. saying you're not gonna beat yeah. somebody else's child. Yeah. You're just yeah. saying it hasn't happened yeah. yet. I mean, you always see them little fuckers at the grocery store that you act a fool. You just want to pluck them and shit because they get ready to either run the cart in the back of your ankle. Or maybe throw mm. some gum at you or some shit. Or just do some ignorant shit that you just want to go over there and pluck them right aside the fucking head. But you can't because obviously their mama don't. Otherwise, little motherfucker won't be trying to run the goddamn cart your motherfucking ankles. Like, I'm a grown ass man and won't fuck you up right now. Like, I, like what the fuck are you doing? This is Walmart, bitch. Like, I'll be on TV. I will be up on TV. God damn. He don't give a fuck. Yeah, I will choke the life out of you in front of Jesus and everybody. The only person I don't understand would be Jesus up there. And he can't even fucking talk to y'all. He might strike some lightning at the doors. And I would say, strike lightning down on him, Jesus, if you're with me, Eric. On the way out that way. 
motherfucker. Yeah. And then hell, if lightning hits, they might as well just let me go. I might as well own that Walmart there on out. They'd be like, yo, you just let that motherfucker have it. You're going to feel justified by the Lord yeah. at that point. Jesus on his side. Lord, back me up. You yeah. see? You might as well make him general manager. Yeah. God damn. Is this the first time that I've done an episode with the G It absolutely is the first time the G it's been on here while you were on here, Harvest. 100%. Welcome to the club. This is ridiculous, man. Yeah, I'm a different, I'm a different breed of people, man. They don't, they don't make, they don't make money like me. I make two, but I don't really know if they quite like me. But uh, oh my god, man! <laughs> I won't meet my doppelganger, man. See if he's as cool as I am. <laughs> oh if he ain't, I'm off him. I'm off him quick. I mean, man, <laughs> to put him down. <laughs> I ain't left this hard in a long time. He probably needs to die a robot or something, some fucking where, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's truly yeah. the opposite. Yeah. He doesn't like going fishing. Rents out he of garage. Outside. Yeah. He's super pale. Rents out of garage with a super, yeah, pale bucket motherfucker. Ain't never seen a speck of daylight in his life. <laughs> you know what I mean? God damn, you slide food through the, underneath the door. The garage, he opens up the garage door four inches to get his food and his mail and shit. You know what <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he lives God in a sterile damn. environment. Yeah. He has no children. Fuck. Everything's super clean. He washes in the little fucking uh in the little bop sink over there in the yeah, corner with the He's in the mic room yeah, getting clean. God damn. <laughs> Written out a garage yeah. from some old lady named Ethel. Yeah. God damn. Oh jeez. He's not even cool enough to sit there and burn with, so I can't like that's the only thing we got in common, but he ain't even cool enough for me to hang out right, with him. Right, he All won't I just wanna do his off him. He won't burn one so down I'm with you. Like, he's not cool. No, he, he will, but I just want I just want to, I just want to kill him if he's like that. So I'm just like I can't chill with you, bro. You're a full madman. I'm, I'm gonna try to have to choke you out. Ladies and gentlemen, with that said, we're gonna have to bring this episode of the Mason and Friends show to a close. We've reached up against our time limit. Um, since we've got Harvest Black on, and Harvest Black is a musician, I thought we would play a uh, music song by Harvest Black at the end of this episode. Uh, Harvest, which one did you want to play again? Um, we can play whatever you pick. Um, well, then, just to be ironic, I will play a song called "One More Song." All right. And uh, so, stay tuned after the spiel at the end to hear a Harvest Black song. And uh, don't forget to be nice to people that look like you, and be nice to people that don't look like you. Don't be a dick. Uh, keep uh, doing and grinding at the things you're trying to get done, because that's how things get done. One day at a time, one thing at a time, little bits by little bits, as our homeboy Big Mike would say. And uh, Harvest, you stay on. I'm going to mute you out, and we're going to play your song, and then we will come back and do another episode. So stay tuned for the Thursday episode coming to you soon. Shoot your shot, man. Don't be scared. That's right. Believe she in yourself. Good. Go over there and talk to her, man. Even fuck. if even if she just gives you that little something Even if special. her boyfriend's over there, just who gives a fuck? Be like, hey, you should be talking to her more then, bro, because I wouldn't right. have to. If you were talking to her right now, I wouldn't if be. If you were talking to her, I wouldn't be over here hitting on her, seeing if she wants to go get a 4 for 4 My girl. But she said no, because she ain't my kind of woman. So here you that's go. That's it. If she's turning down a 4 for 4 <laughs> she ain't your kind of woman. But that's all right. So anyway, don't forget, we love you very much. We will talk to you next time. And, uh... Peace be with you. Peace, chicken grease. Good night. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to help support the show, please go to www.patreon.com slash the letter M, Perfect Entertainment. There's a link 
in the description of each show at the bottom. If you just scroll down, you'll see the Imperfect Patreon account link. If you're an Apple user, please take the time to give us a five-star review on the Purple Podcast app on your Apple device. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. Need something to take the edge off On this ledge wondering if my penmanship legible In the face of saving face, sacrifice, love Now without a trace, brace for impact Oh so phenomenal, the fall from grace is comical Taking the good with the bad, not for the drama though The bed I made I sleep on, razor sharp teeth Radio head creep, plays on repeat This ain't no lifetime drama, Sally Field Not without my daughter, I don't deny your trauma I just wish things were more calmer The karma, big farmer, still hard to swallow Carry my house like shellfish with a spirit so selfish Get lost in the glamour and glitz The limelight, trigger see your brain And now we don't see things the same I wanna change for us Hope that we can grow someday Feel like a long way down Hey, I know you ain't for play So here's my heart, no strings attached Oh, you didn't know I couldn't be matched Can I sing one more song for you? Not a you can take from me Slay these beats faithfully Got no home training guests Really no taming me And as I hit these keys Best believe no breaking me Took these breaks like a G Unscathed, no shaming me Genuine article, oracle I retort the goals Global domination called the miracle flow Miracle moves ago when I was once told If you don't know where to go Better froze and fold And that's a negatory, tell my story Oh, you can't relate Still know the stakes, raise them up on them Blood sucking snakes, blood sugar Skyrocket, rocky road, hagen dies Do the dance, walk the line While you duck and dodge Slept in your mirage, ten men no heart Hit with true darts, still kept up a facade Back up to work while some go and try and rob Couldn't kill my spirit with a proton pack now Here's my heart, no strings attached Oh, you didn't know I couldn't be matched Can I sing one more song for you? Yeah, sometimes you find out that love isn't enough And when you're insecure and you don't love you, you never know what it means to truly love. Yeah.